Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely amazing day today, as always. And as we're starting to see so many different things move around the country, I had somebody talk to me last night, one of my friends, and they're asking me, they said, do you notice how all these different things are happening at the same time, and it's none of it's coincidental. And I said, you're exactly right. I said, I talked about it on the show yesterday. <laughs> I said, this whole, this whole theater show with the debt ceiling and the government shutdown and passing probably the most unconstitutional spending bill with this infrastructure bill, the more we actually read part of this 2,200-page behemoth, every time you dig in deeper, it just gets worse. And one of the representatives the other day that's diametrically opposed to it said if you do the calculation on it, it's $1.05 billion per page, apparently. That's what he was saying. I think that's what the number is, $1.1 or $1.05 billion per page as far as every page, billion dollars, billion dollars, billion dollars, billion dollars, just as far as an aggregate. And there's so many line items that have no specific reasoning to them whatsoever. And it's very clear this bill, if they're able to get this through, this will be the final nail in the coffin for the United States economy and for the entire infrastructure and financial well-being of the United States of America. That's, that's where we're at with this now. That's why I've encouraged everybody. You have to contact your representatives, even though I'm not sure how effective it is. It's least worth doing right now because this is not something under any circumstances that is basically going to be okay. We're seeing now up in New York how the governor came in and said, you know what, we're going to bring in the National Guard. and We're going to bring doctors from other countries to basically take care of the situation now. Here's what you have to remember, and this is, this is the thing, the kicker, the real kicker that everybody should realize. If this was truly the greatest pandemic in history, which needs one of the fastest vaccines in history, okay, that's, that's, that's the narrative, right? This is the greatest pandemic in history, and it's the fastest rolled out vaccine in history to stop it. That, that's the narrative that they're pushing. Okay, okay, got the narrative. Then hospitals during the greatest pandemic in history, would not be firing qualified, licensed, experienced medical staff for declining a shot for something most of them have already gotten and already gotten immunity to. And you basically, people have to get that through their head. Nobody in their right mind would do this ever during an alleged pandemic. That's why we know this whole thing now is turning a complete and total lie. Now they've got this article coming out from um, from um, Daily Mail, and they're saying now that their caravan of 60,000 Haitians is headed to the U.S. border now, 60,000. Then I keep asking everybody, where, how are they getting from Haiti to Texas? And they're saying, oh, well, now they're coming from Chile because they got relocated to Chile and Brazil. I said – Okay, so there's 60,000 in a caravan coming from Chile, which is like 2,300 miles away from the U.S. border. And that's basically, I think, in a, in a straight line. That's not including elevation, mountains, hills. There's 60,000 of them, and they're showing these photos, all these photos on Daily Mail. And I'm looking at the photos, 
and they're all good shape, full size, grown adults. Some of them fat. Change some of the a couple of the females I saw were overweight. So I mean, it is what it is. I'm not picking on them. And then I'm asking myself this question: How do you go on a 2,200 mile trek through mountains, hills, valleys, woods, forest, and not lose an insane amount of weight? You can't pack that much food for a 2,200 mile hike. You're gonna have to eat on the way. 60,000 person caravan is going to be consuming millions of calories in order to maintain some aspect of strength on that long of a journey. So you have to ask yourself, where are they getting all the food from? They're not pillaging and ravaging all these towns when they go into them. You haven't heard about that. So what's actually going on with this and why do we think it's okay? The answer is, this is being done intentionally to overwhelm the U.S. population and overwhelm the infrastructure that we have here. We're in the position now where we're firing doctors and nurses that have run hospitals for years and done an incredibly good job, and we're terminating them for not getting an experimental injection because allegedly it's science. But yet we're bringing in tens of thousands of individuals from the southern border and not even questioning them, letting them in, not even testing them. They don't have to get injected with experimental RNA gene therapy. They're not being quarantined. They're just coming right in. This is how you conquer a country. Same thing that happened with Rome, with the Hessians and the barbarians. Once you bring in enough out-of-towners, so to speak, and you overwhelm the infrastructure and you overwhelm the entire financial system. Because remember, when these people get here, what do they plan on do for work? They're not U.S. citizens. They're basically going to have to get money somehow to live. Oh, that's right. Every time anybody comes in here, same thing with the Afghans, we give them a $2,000 a month stipend for the next two years. We give them free housing, free food, free phones, free free everything. And this is exactly what they've done with these bills now and added all this money in that never, ever stops. And so, again, it's so important that people realize what's really happening and why it's so important. That a lot of these states right now, these these red states like Florida, Texas, we're going to have to start getting together now. I talked to my buddy about this last night. We're going to have to start petitioning and trying to push the governors and basically the, the main individuals in our states to essentially start becoming sanctuary states for medical freedom. That's the only option we have right now. And DeSantis has been doing a darn good job of that lately and doing the best he can with the the tools that he has at his disposal. Because what's going to happen is now this ideology that's in New York and in California, this aspect of actually terminating people for not wanting to get an experimental RNA injection, it's going to start spreading like a cancer. I just saw a video last night that was grossly disturbing from the vir- the head uh, health administrator to the Polk County School Board. Atlanta showed me the video. And he said four times in a row repeatedly, he kept saying this, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. If you don't like the fact that you can't go to a movie theater and feel safe, blame the unvaccinated. If you don't like to wear a mask, blame the unvaccinated. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. I literally watched it and I was like, my gosh, they've gone from propaganda to full-blown, blatant lies right in your face. They're not even trying to put subtle propaganda out anymore. They're just straight going for throat shots. 
I mean, they're, they're going straight to the neck with a blade. They're not even trying to pretend anymore. And then it made me realize this is going to have to be an aggregate. We're going to have to start getting together, together, all of us, and start saying, listen, this is not okay anymore. We're not going to accept this. And I'm so proud of the individuals that basically are standing their ground with this. And this is why I continually told everybody, you have to get a medical exemption. You have to get a religious exemption on the books. You have to get that filed before they start trying to terminate people. Every single article I've read, every single article, there's always some small paragraph at the very end talking to this. And every single article has something about religious exemptions, and they're basically going to be able to do this, or it's causing a lawsuit. And it's all this, it's, it's, it's throwing a cog in they're basically throwing a wrench in the cog, like I said yesterday. So it's crucial, my friends. You have to get aggressive and proactive with everything that's going on right now and make your voice heard. There's a lot of people. I, we had two or three customers yesterday call up Steve, different customers, and they basically said, we're not sure what we're going to do this week. We are not. We don't know if we're fired. We don't know if we're not fired. We don't know if we're in limbo. So I called him. talked to him personally. And I, I told him, I said, yeah. I said, this is this is where they're taking this. And I said, this is why. They're trying to collapse the economy, collapse the healthcare system at the same time, bring in as many people from other countries as they can to overwhelm the system. This is being done very specifically and very intentionally. It is not an accident at all. Once you get that idea and you realize they don't care about us, <laughs> the concept that the government is here to protect us and take care of us is one of the funniest concepts I've ever heard in my life. When you actually talk to some people, they go, well, the government would never do that. And Dad talked in detail yesterday about aspartame and all these different drugs and additives and stuff they've put in foods that's so toxic. They've known it's toxic. It's been linked to cancer repeatedly, yet it's still being served on our plates. Look at glyphosate, for heaven's sakes. That stuff has been linked to so many health problems, yet it's still sprayed every single day on crops all across the country that goes on food that we put on our plate. That's why it's so important to do the best you can to eat organic as much as you can and keep your diet as clean as possible. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, 60,000 Haitians on the way, all right? You really make tons of food that is a day. Uh, there's no way that they're going to walk 2,000 miles. be like me walking to California from Florida. I'm not going to try to do that. You know, across the deserts and across everything else there in South America, across the forests, across the hills, across the mountains. How do you get through the borders of all those countries and have the border people say, okay, just come on in. We're not going to try to stop you. This is orchestrated. You know, with the Battle of Stalingrad, when the Russians came in and counterattacked the Germans and basically did a pincer movement and basically encapsulated and put them into a, how should I say, bubble behind enemy lines, you know, Hitler tried to drop food in by the tons and by the tons and by the tons couldn't come close i think it was like 15 tons of food a day it took for these men to live and they couldn't do it he physically could not put that much food on the airplanes and basically get it dropped by parachutes behind the lines so when you have 60,000 people think about that in a buffet line how many people they would eat you're lined up at the local buffet the local cafeteria and the line is 60,000 people long. How do you feed them? How do you clothe them? Who's buying them more shoes because they're wearing them out every four or five days, walking all day long, and the shoes have gotten bad and the arches have gotten bad? And then with the people, that are, if they're obese in this group, 
how are you feeding them? Because most of these obese people are taking ten to 15,000 calories a day to maintain their obesity. Why are they not losing weight like you said? The whole thing is stage theater. That's all it is. It's We have a group of people that are coming in from Haiti that have been put on a ship and brought over here. They offload them off the ship. They take a bunch of pictures for PR. They probably put them back on the ship and bring them up to Mexico, and then they offload them in Mexico and put them on buses to the border. That's what's going on here. Nobody's walking 2,000 miles. Now, whether they're on buses or trains, you know, we saw the stuff coming out of South America a couple of years ago with the border crisis, and they were riding on the tops of trains, the side of trains, hanging off of trains, hanging off of buses. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, you could literally put as many people on a train as you'd like on the roof, on the everywhere, and it doesn't make any difference. The train will still pull them, and it won't make any difference as far as the ability of the train to carry that weight. And so how do you transport a 60,000-man army? How do you take that many people in a mechanized fleet or army or whatever and move them? It's incredibly a huge monumental task. It really is. But yet, Daily Mail, 60,000 more Haitians invading you know, the United States. Well, the same thing happened in Europe, isn't it, with Angela Merkel? Millions and millions and millions of Somalians and hardcore Muslims came across through Libya, which Gaddafi warned us about, and, get, and went right directly into Europe or got on boats and floated to Italy or whatever. But they were being brought in by the mass and being paid for by the mass, which then goes back to the same thing that we talked about years ago with ISIS and ISIL or whatever you want to call this group of people that are funded by our CIA. They're running around with all military equipment, all new Toyotas, all new MRAPs, all new stuff. And who's paying for this stuff? Oh, that's right. We did leave $80 billion worth of stuff in Afghanistan, didn't we, You know, for them to use? So, again, the American population is being put on the credit card to pay the bills. That's what this is, the $2,000 per person per month and all the other money they get. It's all part of the national debt that we, that we, that you and me and all of our listeners, Austin, have been signed on to. And we think, well, I don't want to be a debt slave. Well, it really doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> they signed you into it. They signed you off on it. When they did the Federal Reserve Bank, see the, see the, the, the guys, the Kabbalists, these Luciferian bankers who do this, which nobody ever wants to talk about, the fact that they're housed out of Israel and they're part of the Rothschild banking cartel, and they're the synagogue of Satan. They know that you have to find a way to sign the population off on the debt. Otherwise, what ends up happening is the country, the country just defaults. And so we've been signed off on this massive debt that they've sold to other countries now with our bonds and our T-bills and all the other things they've sold on the international markets for a 100 years. And we can't just walk away from the debt because other countries own it. It would cause another war. They were smart the way they did this. It's very, very, very sinister is what they've done. And they've, they've taken over the United States of America. And now they're bringing in more and more and more and more and more immigrants. I mean, no offense to the Haitians, all right? I'm sure there's some nice Haitians. I've just never met one. To be honest with you, I haven't. I've never met one. They're always a bunch of scoundrels and a bunch of scammers and a bunch of dopers and a bunch of long hair people who are working with voodoo, and they lie about everything. That's what I've seen from Haiti. Now, those of you who are listening to this show who are from Haiti, you say, well, I'm from Haiti, and I'm not like that. I realize that there are exceptions, and I realize that not everybody from Haiti is like that. I'm just saying that's all I've ever met from Haiti. That's all I've ever met. So. Do we really want these people coming in with their voodoo and their basically needs and their basically inability to run complex machinery like we did with the Somalians and the Germany 
to basically just to support them and to give them money every month. And apparently that's what they want with Cloward and Piven and the Frankfurt School and the continued destruction of the United States of America. Now, the United States of America has been pretty resilient because of the baby boomers. We really have because we've been here working and trying to fix things and return it back to the way it was. The problem is our congressional leaders and the folks that we put into office, like even on the school board here in Polk County, now they're saying they were, you know, you're mask deniers and you're, you're vaccine deniers and on and on and on. And this is little Polk County. I mean, we're not even a, you know, we don't have a big population. I think we have six or 700,000 people in the entire county. It's the reason they're doing this, guys, is because, number one, they're being given a narrative from the higher-ups as to what to promote. Because these communists have very close network groups, and they are called community organizers. They work together, and they have like an internal memo they send to each other and around each other from all of the different organizations they have promoting the same agenda. Don't believe that? Watch the news story. Just Google this. Major newscasters all give you the same narrative, give you the same script. And you can watch it. You can watch pretty much. They give you like 20 or 30 or 40 news stations, and they're all reading the exact same script in different countries, no less. Remember when Linda Forster Rothschild held her meeting about Georgia and the election laws, and she put the top 100 CEOs on the telephone together in a conference call? Who has that kind of power? Oh, that's right. That would be the ones who control BlackRock and Vanguard and State Street, the bloodline families. When she calls a meeting, they snap tight. They salute. They do a zig heil, and they, they click their heels, and they run up immediately to her because they're basically beholden to her because they've got their 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever, $100 million salary as a CEO of a major corporation, and they're, they do what they're told because at that level of money, people a lot of times just do what they're told. And it's like I was talking this morning to John, one of our listeners, good friend. He actually came to my birthday party last year down here in Central Florida, drove all the way from Atlanta, and we were talking about you know how many people are basically running the show behind the scenes and what they're doing and how so much of what we learn is manipulated and, and, and how so many people out there in alt media are not telling the truth. They never mention Israel. They never mention the Third Temple. They don't really talk about the Antichrist. Uh, they want to talk about, you know, <laughs> weird stuff that doesn't mean anything. It's not biblical. And a lot of it's just because they want clickbait. And you see all of this stuff over and over and over and over again. And that's why it's always my acid test. Are they discussing the Third Temple? Are they discussing the Kabbalah? Are they discussing the Zohar? Are they discussing the Talmud? Are they discussing, you know, the snake in a tree? Are they talking about the international banking cartels and the Rothschilds? Are they talking about what's happening with monetary reform and who's doing it while the international banks are involved in it and who these guys are in the international banks? Are they discussing that on a regular basis? Are they bringing all of these topics up so that you guys will know the truth? Or are they talking about earthquakes and tidal waves and meteorites and all these other things that increase clickbait for their websites? And there's a lot of them out there. There's literally hundreds of sites that do this that basically constantly bring in fear porn, more fear porn and more fear porn. You know, are they talking about how the DNA has actually changed from an RNA vaccine? Are they talking about we may become something different, something else? It's like the other day I played you that little clip from Tom, and he was imitating Klaus Schwab, and, and he says, we said on the clip, will the DNA change you? Will it change you? And he says, well, let me put it to you this way. God will look down from heaven, and he will not recognize you. I mean, it's, this is the thing we got to realize here, guys. These people are playing for blood, and they want the baby boomers dead. And now we're seeing that they're targeting the elderly. Why? Because they're having to pay them all these Social Security benefits. 
A lot of these elderly are basically getting pensions from the government. They're getting Social Security benefits from the government. There's like 50,000 dead now, elderly people, targeted, because now they no longer have to pay them Social Security. They no longer have to pay them the pension benefits. They no longer have to pay their medical bills. Nothing. It goes away. It's the tune of hundreds of billions, if not trillions of dollars a year if they get rid of everybody who was born from like 1930 all the way up to 1965, and they collapse the economy by getting rid of the production of these people or the, how should I say, cost of these people you know, in the economy. The other day I was talking to one of my friends at a local Chevrolet dealership, and they were saying how now they're going to make Chevrolet this, – this is, this is the spin, a boutique company. It's going to be a boutique company. You have to order your vehicles, order your trucks, order anything you want, and they're basically going to raise the prices, and the views value is going to go up. I said, oh, so they're going to do something like that, that ridiculously overpriced Louis Vuitton stuff, that's the fancy purses, that you basically buy that's you know a $500 purse, which is ridiculous, and you basically can't get a discount on it, but it does have a really good resale value on the used market because there are very few of them. He goes, yeah, it's going to be like that. Okay, I'm going to stop that for one second. Let's talk about this. Let's say General Motors puts out, just let's say they put out 2 million cars a year, and the economy's cranking. You got 2 million people out there basically, you know, producing. You got millions of people involved in the, how should I say, substructure of General Motors. You got glass manufacturers, rubber manufacturers, tire manufacturers. You got all kinds of suppliers with circuits and wiring and carpeting, and steel, and all the rest of this stuff, you literally have thousands of people who are helping in different corporations and companies to supply General Motors or Ford or Chrysler or any of these other big automobile manufacturers with raw materials to make these cars. So if you're making 5 million cars a year in aggregate, and you drop it down to 500,000 cars a year, you say, we're going to make them more pricey. Okay. Well, you've just knocked out 90% of your market as far as cars being produced. That means 90% of your suppliers are probably going to go out of business. They won't be able to pay the bills anymore. And all of the people that work for all of those smaller corporations supplying you product, they're going to be out of work. You know, back in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, the mantra was in the United States, you know, as goes GM, so goes the United States. If General Motors is doing well, if they're having a good year, everybody's having a good year because of the trickling of all of the subcontractors and all of the suppliers feeding up to General Motors. So now if you take a 90% reduction of product, give you 10%. My friends, the dealership, they sell 150 box vans a year into corporate, should I say, businesses around Central Florida. And they told us the other day, they asked me, they said, how many of these vans do you think we're going to get this year? I said, I don't know. They said, one. One. They're getting one. One van. I said, one? I said, what are you going to do with one? We don't know. Just, we don't know because we have 150 of them we've already sold. The people already want them. They've already ordered them. We can't get them. What's going to happen? This is the collapse of the United States. in slow-mo. And they're doing it. Now the Postal Service is saying they're slowing everything down as of August 1st, even worse than they already are. And they already are horrible at this point. Why is that? Because they're always running deficits, deficit, deficits. Why is the post office so broke right now? Because they're subsidizing all of the mail for Amazon. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, it costs them money to send out Amazon mail. So, that, so we, the people of the United States, are have slower and slower mail because of Amazon Prime and people ordering stuff through Amazon. And then another article came through. And this kind of puts a nail in the coffin on this argument about will an RNA shot 
change your DNA. And I've posted this on the Health Masters website. And it says MIT and Harvard study suggests, this is MIT and Harvard, that an mRNA vaccine might permanently alter the DNA after all. Whoa, are you kidding me? I'm not going to go through this in detail because what they're saying is that segments of the RNA from the coronavirus itself are most likely becoming a permanent fixture in human DNA, according to the study. This was once thought impossible for the same reasons which are presented to assure us that an RNA vaccine could accomplish no such feat. Against the ties of current biological dogma, these researchers found that the genetic segments of this RNA virus are more than likely making their way into our genome and changing our DNA. Wait a minute. That's not what they told us, is it? So they're turning us into something else. And now they have a booster every three months and pills you got to take every day. Remember that one movie? I believe it was the Bourne Ultimatum. It was the guy who, you know, who basically wasn't Jason Bourne. It was the other guy. And he was basically, you know, in the beginning, he was, you know, in this frozen tundra and he had to make his way over. And I don't even remember the name of the movie. I think it was Bourne Ultimatum. And, and what ended up happening is they had to change his DNA with mitochondrial uptake and repair factions that increased his IQ scores and all this stuff. And they basically had to do it with continually giving him pills every two or three days to maintain the changes. Is that what this is? Did they tell us what they were going to do with two pills a day? Are they going to permanently change us with injections every 90 days? Will it make it easier for them to control us through a 5G grid with a, basically a graphene oxide interface in our brain that we know is in, that's, we know that's in the kill shot along with parasites and all kinds of nanotech? Are they loading us up with nanotech so that it'll make it easier and easier for each successive shot to be accepted by the person who's already had one shot? Some of these people that have, have had injections, they're wishing now that the people who aren't injected are dead. They're wishing they're dead. They're wishing them dead. It's kind of like praying in precatory prayers on a Christian, on a, one Christian praying on another Christian or a Christian praying on someone else. It's not okay. You can't wish people dead. But is this how they're going to make every thought of every mind evil all of the time? They're going to start programming us with the graphene oxide in the first injection with the 5G, 6G that they've already implemented? So they can gradually change the frequencies in our mind to make us want the shot. Oh, my gosh, I've got to have another shot. Give me the shot. Is that what they want? Is that what we're going to be doing is begging for the shots and turning in our neighbors when they haven't had the kill shot because they're not like us anymore because their DNA has been changed? Is that where they're going with this? I had Austin's wife's brother called me up last night from Texas. Good man. He works for a major defense contractor out there, and they're telling him now he has like a couple more weeks to get the shot or he's done. They're firing him, and he's trying to figure out either through a religious exemption or a medical exemption to try to figure out some way not to be forced into this situation that he's being forced into. That's what they're doing all of us, isn't it? They want us to take the shot. Is this how they're going to create a hive mind of people who only think evil all of the time like it was in Genesis chapter 6? Remember what Jesus said. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. Are we breaking seals right now in the book of Revelation? Are we killing huge population swaths? Are we doing that on purpose with these kill shots, with these shots that are going to change our DNA, these shots that are going to cause people to die by the millions so they can, we can reduce the amount of money we're spending so we can borrow more money 
and not have as much money going out. I mean, this is some sick stuff they're doing to us, guys. And it always goes back to the Kabbalist Luciferians. They run the show. you got to realize that. But remember, we have a higher calling, and his name is Jesus. He was inserted into our timeline by an omnipresent God Almighty to change us and to deliver us and to help us be delivered from the evil one. And he did it on Calvary. He won that battle. He delivered us from the evil one. But they want that evil stuff back on this planet. And Jesus told us it's going to happen again, as it was in the days of Noah. So he gave us a reprieve, I guess, for a couple thousand years because human beings won't wake up. They won't talk about the truth. They're too busy on the alt media now pushing fear porn and being paid CIA Operation Mockingbird assets. Think about who you're listening to and what they're saying. And if they said anything that I've said to you today, or is it just about fear porn? It's not about the Most High God. It's not about Jesus the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. It's not about this is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. We do all things through Christ Jesus. Now, you got an earthquake hitting you tomorrow. What? What? Earthquake? Yeah, that's what's going to happen. No, 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 it's not. I told you six, seven years ago when we started the show, we ain't going to get nuked. And if we do, oh, well, who cares? hope the first one drops on my head. I'll be in heaven with God. Whatever. What difference does that make? They're going to use biologicals. And guess what? We're in the middle of it. They're using them right now. And we've got to realize that we've got to stay strong. We've got to take our C and our D and our zinc. You know, and we've got to take ivermectin if we get sick. And we've got to take the quercetin. It's so important. We've got to take the potassium iodide. You've got to load up on supplements to keep your genetics strong, your mitochondria strong. And guys, don't let them change you. If Harvard and MIT are coming out now saying that these shots are going to change your DNA, which means you're going to transmit it to your children, who's going to be left when this is over with? Who's going to be left? Oh, remember what happened with Noah? He had clean seed. That's why he was chosen for the ark. Apparently, their filth and their degradation of the human genome was so complete, there were only a few people left on the planet that hadn't been changed. That's what happened in Genesis chapter 6. Just thought I'd mention that. Also, what do you think of what's your next message? No, you're absolutely right. <laughs> That's exactly what happened in Genesis 6. And I've had multiple people ask me, they say, well, is this, is this injection, you know, the mark of the beast, the triple six? And I said, I don't think personally, my opinion, this injection is the actual first mark of the beast. I said, I think it's the pretext to it. I think it's the opening, you know, the opening curtains. I think it's basically the start of the show. That's what I think this shot is. It's very clear that it does something to you that we don't understand. It's very clear that the side effects from it are being massively understated. It's very clear that they're trying to prevent people from being able to work, to buy or sell. You already see this in Australia without having this injection with your papers. I think this is the opening act. That's what this is. The mark of the beast was never intended. If you look at Revelations and you read a lot of it and try to understand part of it, the mark of the beast was never something just they flip a switch one morning and they go, oh, by the way, tomorrow, tomorrow, out of nowhere, guys, just let everybody know. Just want to give everybody a memo here. Uh, starting tomorrow, you get it in your right hand or your forehead. You get a chip, and you're not going to be able to buy or sell without it. So, you know, sorry for the short notice. It's just uh, it is what it is. No, it was never going to be like that. It's a slow buildup. It's a whole show. It's a giant theater. 
That's what it is, and that's exactly why they're getting it instituted now to where you can't go here. You can't go eat dinner here at this restaurant without your passport, your vaccine passport. That's exactly what they're starting to do. And Dad's exactly right. You know, I see a lot of these articles about earthquakes and hurricanes and volcanoes, and there's no doubt about it. Those things are very real, and they happen all the time. They always happen. They're always going to continue to happen. But one thing I learned in Florida, and Dad's learned this the same, <laughs> you just get prepped the best you can for natural disasters. You said it and forget it. If the time comes and something like that happens, you do the best you can with the tools and gear that you have, and you work through it. We've done it numerous times with hurricanes and tornadoes, houses getting torn over, trees going through houses. Everybody bands together, gets the chainsaws, gets the snatch chains out, and do the best you can, deal with the flooding, get the sump pumps out, and uh, you know handle the best you can until the waters recede and handle business. But sitting around... Rubbing your hands back together, shaking in the corner, sweating, terrified because an earthquake or a hurricane might hit us at some point in time in the future. Guys, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. These guys stay prepped for it. And so, I mean, that's what everybody has to remember. And also, too, yes, the, the news and the, not news, the uh, CBS, CBS News has clearly stated now. The Postal Service states that four out of ten pieces will see slower delivery starting today. They're saying the three-day standard will no longer be in effect. It will be a five-day standard now for the Postal Service. This is why months ago we put together the expedited shipping cost. We even eat part of it a lot of times. It's $19.99. That's just a flat expedited shipping cost. We can't guarantee exactly when it's going to get there, but majority of the stuff, majority of it is within two to three days of us sending it. And it's something that we had to do because so many people were getting frustrated with our free shipping because it was taking so long. And it's frustrating to us because we do everything we can to get our shipments out the same day in most cases for our customers to take care of them. So, again, if it's something that you're trying to stock up on, if there's something that you need you know, on a faster basis when it comes to supplements – Expedited shipping works. Now, as far as food buckets and stuff like that, we can't expedite those for that price because, I mean, when you're talking about 20, 30, 40, 50 pound boxes, we can't expedite them for $20. But if you do need them in a hurry, you can call us up and we can give you a quote and we have reasonable rates with UPS for next day or second day or so. There's always options to it, but we do the best we can. So if you need anything, feel free to give us a call at healthmasters.com. I ran some numbers. I just want to throw this out there to kind of give everybody a realistic aspect. Dad said a second ago of what he was talking about with the amount of food that happened with Nazi Germany and not being able to feed the troops. And this has always been a huge, huge problem in military conquest. It's always food. The average person is 2,000 calories a day, right? Just throw that as a random number out there. Now, if you're traveling 10, 15 miles a day on foot, Talking about the Haitians, you know, four or five month journey to go 2,200 miles, you're probably going to eat more than 2,000 calories. But just, just for numbers, right? 2,000 calories a day per person, 60,000 people. Easy math. That's 120 million calories a day. Okay? 120 million calories a day. An average 2,000 calories per person, if you were saying just straight beef, that's roughly 1.7 pounds for 2,000 calories. So the each person in the 60,000-person caravan needs 1.7 pounds of food roughly per day. That's 102,000 pounds of food every single day. 102,000 pounds of food every single day. Let that sink in real quick when you start hearing this 
rhetoric and propaganda about these caravans moving across from South America all the way to the United States on foot to make the treacherous journey. Nobody's carrying 102,000 pounds of food behind them per day in each caravan in these photos that I've seen. They, I've seen a few photos of them eating like a granola bar. You ain't walking 2,200 miles over a five-month period eating a granola bar a day. I'll tell you that right now. I've done outside strenuous journeys and trips and running and training. That ain't going to happen, period. So just want to throw those numbers out there to kind of give everybody a realistic aspect of what's really going on. Also, too, in other news, we referred to – What's happening down here in the Polk County School Board with the, the health guy, the school system, and his rhetoric? I told you guys yesterday about the school system, how they're continually telling people. The retired governor in Virginia said the parents do not have a right to know or talk about what curriculum their children are being taught. Right? I mean, it's very clear cut what we're seeing here now. It's a full blown trend to control and completely dominate. The children in the school system this started with the mask as far as when we actually saw what was going on. These photos of teachers standing there, all of them unmasked, while there's five or six children in front of them with giant muzzles on their face. Sick photo. Everybody's seen it online. It's disturbing at best. Well, now the National School Board Association, this is the National School Board Association in the United States, the NSBA. They have now written a formal letter to the president and the White House staff, and they are now demanding that the 90,000 school officials across the country that they represent now be given FBI and or Secret Service security contracting teams to protect them from, and I quote, the mobs of angry parents. They send their irate over the mass mandates and vaccine forced upon their children and asserting their protests should be treated as domestic terrorism by extreme hate organizations. The letter penned to the president, the National School Board Association implored the U.S. government take a stand against these parents, stating that teachers and school staffers are in immediate threat because of acts of malicious violence and threat. Are you joking me right now? They're literally asking for direct action elements from the FBI to come in and put in the schools to protect the school board because so many parents are mad. Here's a news flash, National School Board Association. Nobody cares about your opinion and nobody feels sorry for you. You work for us. Your salaries are paid by taxpayer money. These school boards are funded by property taxes. We have a 100% right to say what happens in the school and what happens to our children every single day. This concept has apparently eluded this group of morons now who literally think the reason why the parents are mad is because of vaccine mandates and mass mandates. No, 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 no. The parents are irate because nobody is listening to what all the parents are saying, and they're ignoring the request of the parents that are funding the school boards. That's why they're being mad. The topics go across the board. This is the same thing when I called out an individual here at a meeting in our area, it was a big meeting, and I called him directly. I said, why is nobody listening to us about this topic that's going on right now, about this this area that's basically being built up? I said, there's 15 people in here that have all said we don't want it. The last meeting, there were 20 people here that all said we don't want it. Why are you not listening to us? And the response was, oh, we're, we're listening to you, son. I said, no, you're not. 
nobody's listening to us or else you wouldn't be continually doing this. The school boards are designed to work with the parents in order to create a better education system because the parents are the parents. Hence the teacher-parent conferences. There's a reason why they put those together. And what's happened is now the school systems have been so infiltrated by communism that they truly think they are above the law. And it is their job now to indoctrinate the children with anything and every sort of perverted rhetoric they want to produce. And that the parents have no right. That's truly what they think now. This is communism run amok now in the school board system. And the fact that the NSBA wrote a letter basically asking for contract teams from the FBI and Secret Service to protect the school boards from angry parents that are mad shows you, this shows you guys, they are absolutely terrified of we the people. They know that once America starts to wake up, and there's about 10 to 20% of us that really wake up, there will be no living with us anymore when they're trying to produce and promote communism in the school board systems. And they're trying to promote communism on the television. And they're trying to promote communism all across the government bodies. Communism is not going to be accepted in the United States. We will not ever accept it. It will be a war before it gets implemented in this country. That's why they're trying to do it so subtly. That's why they're trying to do it under the table and covertly. And that is why they're terrified now of the American population because they realize we are not going to be governed by tyranny. We have a republic. Like Benjamin Franklin said, you guys now have a republic. Now see if you can keep it, loosely quoting him. See if you can keep it. That's where we're at right now, Dad. What do you think? I think that was an excellent summary, Austin. And it goes right back to the Frankfurt School infiltrating our school systems back in 1933. And for those of you who are new listeners, let me give you a recap on that. Frankfurt School was started in basically Russia. It was a group of Jewish intellectuals that were unbelievably hardcore communists. Brilliant men, but hardcore communists. And I don't understand the ideology. I don't understand why they embrace the ideology except for it's a Luciferian ideology. Uh, the Marxism, Karl Marx was a Satanist. So all of these people who believe this stuff, it goes back to that Kabbalist group and Masonic Lodge group that runs the planet. That's what this is. Now, these guys were Jewish and they were basically very intelligent. They left Moscow and they went to Frankfurt and they were at Goethe University in Germany and they were trying to figure out with this group think tank called the Marxist School why didn't the Germans embrace communism because Hitler absolutely hated communism. The German people hated communism. They did not want to fall like Russia did to communism. So they couldn't implement it into the systems. And then they found out that the shining light on a hill that Germany was looking at and most of the world was looking at was the United States of America as a benchmark, as a template, as the light on the hill that they wanted to emulate. So they realized that we had a problem because of the United States, because everybody thought the United States was a great republic and everybody wanted to move to the United States, hence the massive immigration for a 100 years back to the United States after the Civil War. All of this stuff – was being discussed in detail at the Frankfurt School. Hitler, who I'm not a fan of, took power in Germany in 33, and the Frankfurt School, being Jewish intellectuals, realized that uh, he hated communism, unbelievably hated communism, and it was time to hit the road, Jack, don't look back. And they ran to Switzerland. They hid. And then they sat in Switzerland for a while, and, of course, the international banking cartels funded them, the Rothschilds, who are headquartered through the international banks in Switzerland and throughout the world with their central banks, 
they funded this group to go into the United States and the Columbia University and start the Frankfurt School to bring in cultural Marxism. I discussed this with the entire school board, my little three-minute presentation that I did, and this is what happened. And then they credentialed thousands and thousands of communist Russians who came into the United States as far as giving them Ph.D. and master's degree and doctorate degrees coming into the United States to teach in the university systems. That brought cultural Marxism in in a giant wave over a 20-year period. And then they brought us Gloria Steinem. They brought us Playboy magazine. They brought us all of this stuff to subvert the United States Republic. They had already started with the Federal Reserve Bank in 1913 when that syphilis-infected Woodrow Wilson signed that law. Piece of garbage. He's the worst president ever. And what ended up happening is they had already put their talents into us. They already put the talents in. Remember, at the same time, in 1933, they made it illegal to hold gold in the United States. And the power of the Treasury was combined with the Fed through the Exchange Stability Fund, which I've done whole shows on, and we posted a bunch of that under the website. You can scroll back and see it under the Health Masters news site. And they link together to control everything. And this is the group that runs it all. It's the same group. It's the Kabbalist group. It's the communist group that Austin so succinctly pointed out. It's, that's who's doing all of this stuff. So when I, when I, it was so funny. When I told them it was cultural Marxism coming into the school system, it's like these people were like cats on a hot tin roof. They were so uncomfortable. They were squirming in their seats because they realized I was telling the truth. Now, I gave them the benefit of the doubt, and I said, now, you may, you guys may not know of the Frankfurt School. You may not know what happened. You may not know, but this is what you're doing. And then I talked about critical race theory. I talked about that mess, too. And all the stuff I brought up in a 180-second time slot. And, of course, that 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 that, that – uh, that video was up on YouTube, I think, for 12 minutes or six minutes or whatever it was. It was gone almost instantaneously. But what I found ironic about this is they left it up with the school board system, or at least they did initially as far as their videos. Whether they're still there or not, I don't know. But the point is that's who's running the school boards. And once we see it, it's totally clear. Like when I was, spoke, when I was speaking to John this morning, I was saying, how many of the alt people do you know that actually talk about what we talk about in depth like we do? I mean, going into detail with this. And there are only a few of us out there, by the way, that do this. And the sad part about that is, is that there should be a thousand, fifty thousand of us doing it. You know, we were censored and we were taken off of YouTube on this show three and a half years ago, almost four years ago now, January. And nobody said anything about the Ted Dawson Bro show getting you because by the grace of God, we had Todd Global Star and we were able to still get the message out. So it's so important that people have multiple platforms that they can use if they're telling people the truth. Let me, let me give a perfect example about that. Frankfurt School, cultural Marxism, also brought us the drugs into the United States because they wanted to basically fund the CIA black ops through this exchange stability fund. That's how the drugs get to these people. And they wanted to get as many people as they could in the United States hooked on drugs because if a person is hooked on opiates or on drugs, they don't really care what the United States government does in most cases. They don't. They just want their drugs. Uh, you know, if you're on heroin, you don't really care about how the school board's being run. You just want to get another shot of heroin. It's just the way it is. Now, whether you believe that or not, you haven't known people that are addicts. I have. It's bad. Same thing with alcoholism. They don't care about you pontificating of, of what's happening with cultural Marxism. They just want another beer. That's all they care about. Or another shot of liquor. That's all they care about. Or another glass of wine. Now, the streets in the U.S. literally – are flooded with drugs coming out of Afghanistan, and it continues. 
an endless tsunami of illegal drugs, this is an article by Schneider, is turning up on the streets of our major cities and is turning these streets and these cities into desolate wastelands. And yet our politicians seem powerless to do anything about it. In fact, in some of our biggest cities, the politicians actually don't seem interested in even doing anything about it because these dealers and addicts go about their business without the slightest fear of police. They will do, the police won't even talk to them. They ignore them. Meanwhile, the national death toll, listen to this, continues to rise. 93,000 Americans died as a result of drug overdose last year. 93,000! This was an increase of nearly 30% from the year before. And the authorities are warning there will be another, another huge jump when the final number for 2021 come in. Now think about that for a second. Federal law enforcement authorities are trying to do what they can. No, they're not. Sorry, Mark, i got to disagree with you on this. But they know that they're fighting a losing battle, which they are because it's being funded through the CIA. On Thursday, they announced they just seized 1.8 million counterfeit pills. But in the big picture, that's only a drop in the bucket. That's right. They give us these little drops in the bucket to make us think that they're doing something. Right now, federal officials are warning that more fake medications are circulating on our streets than we've ever seen before. And a very large population of them contain fentanyl. According to the DEA, the number of fentanyl-laced counterfeit pills that have been able to intercept have risen by almost 430% since 2019. Now, two out of the five pills with fentanyl contain potentially lethal doses. Think about that for a second. That's one of the reasons so many people are dying of overdoses in the United States because of fentanyl. The DEA... (laughs) And again, there are some good people at the DEA. There are. But the overall leadership of these major organizations seem to be pretty much, how should I say, compromised. The DEA said the counterfeit pills made it look like real opioid medications such as oxycodone, Percocet, or Adderall are sold on the street by dealers or online. Online? I guess you're going to get a mail-order prescription of this stuff, including through social media platforms. If you have a smartphone and you're sitting in your sofa at home, on your sofa, your drug dealer is right there in your hands, the DEO spokesperson said in the interview with the National Public Radio. Mexican drug cartels are increasingly are manufacturing pills with fentanyl, which is at least 30 times more potent than heroin and is fatal in doses as little as 2 milligrams. It's everywhere, Robert Bell, head of the DEA's Chicago Field Division. They're available in street deals for purchase online in schools. It's scary. Guys, it's unbelievable to me. It really is from a from a Christian standpoint. And it's frustrating because I do believe it because I know it's real that we've allowed the country to slip into this abyss of hell like this. We really have because we took the moral values out with the Frankfurt School. Now you can't even tell if a Man is a girl or a boy or whatever. You don't even know anymore. It's gotten so weird and so twisted because of cultural Marxism, because of that religion called Kabbalah, which wants everybody to be hermaphrodite. It's all going back to Genesis chapter 6. That's why, friends, listen to me. We've got to keep our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, for he is the great I am. He is the Prince of Peace. Walk in love to the best of your ability. Try to be nice, but listen to me. Stop putting up with nonsense. If you know somebody ain't right and they're playing a game, you know, don't promote them. Just don't promote them. If the Holy Spirit says, why aren't they talking about this? 
Why are they promoting that? That's a good indication, isn't it? That just maybe they're trying to lead you somewhere where you don't need to go or they're trying to obfuscate the truth long enough to implement an agenda. And what's that agenda? They want a new world order through Knaus Schwab and the International Monetary Fund, which is another Rothschild front, through the Exchange Stability Fund handling our treasury, a one-world digital currency in which now they're closing banks down all over our area and going to digital currency and online banking because why do you need cash? Fight for your cash. Cash your checks. Spend your cash. Don't give them credit cards all the time. Spend your cash. Get $20, $5, $10 bills, whatever you need from the bank, and keep the cash alive because if we don't, we're going to find ourselves in a new world order under a one-world government under a one-world banking system with digital currency, under a one-world religion. And it's not going to be through the great I am. Because they're already using this Chinese credit score slash health passport to change people's lives all over the world. You guys, have a blessed weekend. Remember, you keep your hearts and minds in Jesus because we can do all things through Christ. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Austin's on with Hagman tonight. Absolutely. It'll be a good show tonight. Got more stuff to talk about and elaborate on some other things we talked about today. And so, again, this is why it's so important to continue to get the truth out there, my friends, because so many people are falling prey to the lies because the lies are getting more and more aggressive. I mean, they're starting to get really aggressive. Like I said earlier, with the guy down here with the Polk County Health School Board. It's, they're not even trying to put out propaganda anymore. Propaganda calls it, that's too nice of a name. It's just straight out lies. And as long as they can keep the lie going, as long as they can, they'll continue to dominate more control because people comply. And listen, I mean, look at basically over there at, um, Harvard. I saw that, I saw earlier they said that now Harvard Business School has now put all of their learning back online again because 95 or 98% of the school has been fully vaccinated. <laughs> they just had 11 new graduate students test positive. Now, there was no no symptoms from what I saw. There was no deaths at all. There was no hospitalizations. Just PCR tests said that 11 people were positive for a virus that it actually doesn't even isolate. That's the funny part about the PCR test. I still don't, I still don't even, I can't wrap my head around that, why people even take that thing seriously. And so now everything's gone back online with Harvard and protection. They're requesting all students limit any in-person interactions, move all group meetings online and cancel group activities because, because, well, because they're all fully vaccinated and they still can't live their life. My friends, it's a giant lie. The whole thing they've been telling you is a lie. That's why I told everybody before that's been hauling me and emailing me about basically the jobs firing them, terminating them, putting them on unpaid leave of absence, etc. And I've said, you got to get the medical or the religious exemption in. That's the first thing you do. I said, but secondly, if you're even questioning getting the shot and you don't want it, now granted, it's your choice. Whatever you want to do, it's your choice. But if you're even questioning it, why do you think for one second – the shot now is going to stop or change anything. Even just say you don't have any side effects from it. Say the RNA doesn't affect your body. Just just assume that, which I, I, don't, I can't really assume that, but just say it. Hypothetical reasons. Why in the world do you think it's going to stop here? 
once they get people to comply with this next round of shots, guess what comes next? Oh, that's right, the booster shots. There's a reason why there's multiple, multiple open sections on the vaccine cards. There's a reason why the French vaccine passport has seven open sections on it. It's not going to stop. They're going to do it over and over and over again. And as long as people keep saying, yes, master, and rolling up their sleeve and saying, give me another shot, give me another shot, give me another shot, they're going to keep doing this. That's why it's so important, everybody. It's awake. You have to start standing together in unison with these business, these companies all together. I appreciate the support, my friends. Healthmasters.com if you need anything. The Cortisol Buster on sale right now for product of the week. If you guys need any of the vitamin C antioxidant capsules, be sure to give us a call here at Health Masters. We don't have them on the website because we have very small supply, but you can get them over the phone with Steve so we can control the supply a little bit more on them because, like I said, we're doing everything we can to keep stuff in stock. So we got fresh batch of food buckets. We got fresh batch of quercetin, NAC. We're keeping everything in stock. We are doing everything we can, even with the supply chain delays. So thank you again for the support. Healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 